0: hello 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 saints of Yahweh what's up it is another glorious wonderful day in the Lord hallelujah glory be to God it is March 16th 2023 and it is a wonderful day. We are going to have a glorious day in the Lord. And we're going to jump right into it. Our, our, our word for today is Genesis chapter 3, verses 8 through 15. 8 through 15. And I'm reading from the New Century Version of uh, the Bible. And it reads... Then they heard the Lord God walking in the garden, during the cool part of the day. And the man and his wife hid from the Lord God amongst the trees in the garden. But the Lord called to the man and said, Where are you? The man answered, I heard you walking in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. God asked, Who told you you were naked? Did you eat fruit from the tree from which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, You gave this woman to me, and she gave me fruit from the tree, so I ate it. Then the Lord said to the woman, How how could you have done such a thing? She answered, The snake tricked me, so I ate the fruit. So I ate the fruit. The Lord said to the snake, because you did this, a curse will be put on you, and you will be cursed as no other animal, tame or wild, will ever be. You will crawl on your stomach, and you will eat dust all the days of your life. I will make you and the woman enemies to each other. Your descendants and her descendants will be enemies. One of her descendants will crush your head, and you will and you will bite his heel. Genesis chapter three, verses eight through fifteen. Uh, the New Century Version. Okay, this is a, a, a lot to do <laughs> in a few minutes, uh, but I'm going to try to keep this, like I said, under twenty minutes. Genesis eight through fifteen beginning with God visiting Adam and Eve in the garden, that when God came and visited them after they had eaten the fruit of the tree of good and evil and had disobeyed God, excuse me, by eating of that fruit that God had told them not to. Now, originally, when we read the scriptures, we see that Adam uh, was the one that God actually spoke to directly and told Adam not to eat of the tree. That yeah, eating of the tree, dying, he will die. Uh, if we go back to the Hebrew and look up the words, it you know when God said he would die, it, it, the the script the words there in the Hebrew mean dying. You will die. I mean. Dying physically will continue to uh, cause physical dying, and as, as if you continue to read, you'll see that it took like nine hundred years for for Adam to die. <clears throat> Excuse me, for Adam to die, and <clears throat> so it took a long time for that spiritual death to catch up with him. Now, as Adam uh, blamed Eve, and then Eve blamed Snake. Uh, So there was this blaming going on, and that has continued on throughout centuries and centuries and centuries. One person blames another person, another person blames something else or someone else. Blame instead of taking responsibility for your part in the breakdown of communication. Because really, that's what that was. It was a breakdown in communication. Uh, Because if you read the whole story, you'll see that Eve said, when the snake asked her, did God really say? Eve said, yeah, God said that if we even touched it, we would die. So there was a breakdown in communication in what God said to Adam, to Eve. To what Eve said to the snake. Adam, God told Adam not to eat of the fruit of the tree that everything else in the whole garden was his, that he had given him dominion. And if they had realized that they were like God and knowing only good and knowing the good of everything, that they were already like God, that they didn't need to be anymore like anything else. They didn't need to know good and evil. They didn't need to know the, the, the difference. They had God in them. God was with them God was in them they had the presence of God they weren't afraid of the presence of God the glory covered them they didn't have they, they didn't see uh um that there was anything wrong with being naked so what so the 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 snake was able to deceive Eve by saying to her didn't the fruit look good the fruit the eye I Looking at something and seeing that it looks good. And being able to see them into believing that they were something better. You know, the enemy always wants to get us to believe that there's something better than where we are. There's something better out there somewhere, you know, uh, uh, somewhere over the rainbow. There's something better. Not necessarily. If you are in the will of God right now, you're doing what you believe that God has said for you to do, that God has set you in your place and you're moving forward, even though the time might seem hard, even though it may seem like a difficult place. If it's where you believe that God has called you and it's what God told you to do, then keep on keeping on. Don't be deceived in thinking there's something better somewhere off in the distance that you can't see. If you're doing what you believe God is, even though everything that you believe that God has told you about what you're doing has not come to fruition, has not manifest, that's okay. Because you know God is with you. God is carrying you through. And God will bring it. God will bring it as you continue forward, as you continue, allow God to work in you. Don't move to the right or to the left. Keep going in the direction that God has set you in. No, don't give up your authority. You see, that's what happened. That's what the snake was after. It was after the authority of the earth. And because because Adam yielded to what the snake tricked Eve into, Because Adam yielded, he yielded, he he gave over authority of the earth. And so now Satan is the God of this earth. And God is, is not in control of this earth out of the realm of your life. If you have allowed God into your life and you... Uh, are following God, you believe Jesus? Then God is now in control of your life and your realm. But the world at large, the enemy is in charge of, and we have to remember that that God is in control of our lives. God, because we ha- we have allowed God in, and we have to remain steadfast in knowing that we have allowed God in, and we allow God to uh, rule and reign in our lives. And we, excuse me, and through that, through accepting Jesus and having Jesus in our lives, that we now have the authority to be able to speak to situations and circumstances in the name of Jesus and control those situations and circumstances through the name of Jesus. We now have that authority back through Jesus. And so now, but that is, that's how we have it back, through Jesus Christ. So now that we have it back, because Jesus has come, and remember as God says that, uh, the, he cursed the snake, told the snake that the snake would eat dust all the days of his life, and that, uh, that he would make, that he would make the woman, uh, in, woman and the snake enemies to each other and your descendants and her descendants will be enemies and one of her descendants will uh one of her descendants will crush your head and you will bite his heel and that's jesus jesus crushed the head of the snake and it says that jesus has made his enemies his footstool they are no no jesus has crushed the head of his enemies That Jesus had that the enemy is under Jesus' feet. That's what I'm looking for. (laughs) Jesus has placed the enemy under His feet. He has crushed the head of the enemy by dying on the cross and being blameless, being sinless, fulfilling everything that we didn't fulfill, that we couldn't fulfill, and fulfilling all of that, and going, being put on the cross, being being slain as an enemy of God, being slain as a criminal, being slain as uh, one who had sinned, but he was sinless. So he paid the price. He said he was made to be sin. He was made to be sin. So that once that was done and that he died, he descended into hell. And as descending into hell, He paid the cost for us by going to hell because that was our cost. That was the penalty that we had to pay. But Jesus paid that full cost. Hallelujah. Paid that full cost. And because he was sinless, God was able to raise him up. Oh, glory to God. And it says that Jesus took captivity captive. Hallelujah. He took the keys of Death and hell and uh, everything that the Satan had stole and took it back. Glory to God. And now he is seated at the right hand of our Father God in heaven. And now we can choose God. We can choose life in Christ Jesus. And as we choose, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> Excuse me as we choose life in Christ Jesus we have invited God into our lives now <clears throat> excuse me we have dominion back glory to God we don't have to be afraid hallelujah we can be open and honest before God we can be naked before the Lord and not be ashamed not feel ashamed <clears throat> but be Open, completely open and honest with God about everything in our lives and allow God to embrace us and to clothe us with his righteousness, with the righteousness of God. We are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We are filled with his Holy Spirit. And because we are filled with his Holy Spirit, we are God's children. Hallelujah. And because we're God's children, we have the authority that Jesus brought back for us that we were originally supposed to have at the beginning. We have to learn how to use it. We have to believe who we are. I mean, really believe and trust that the word of God is real. What, what are you losing? what are you losing is, is life miserable now is, is is everything hard is everything difficult because you feel like you're alone because you feel like nobody cares because you feel like that uh, uh, life is against you then what would you what would you lose by choosing Jesus by choosing Jesus? and walking in the command of Jesus, which was to love the Lord thy God with all you are, everything, and then to love your neighbor as yourself, to begin to walk in love, to spread the love of God, to come and find people who believe like you do, and walk in that love, and to begin to, Uh, uh, go and find people who believe that God is now in control of our lives. And because God is in control, we have the power. We have the power of God's love. If we could just understand the power of the love, the power of the love that is in us, The power that the love of God has given us. If we can seek first the kingdom of God and being kingdom livers and understanding what that means. We are victorious. We have to learn where we've come from and where we are. We learn from our beginning to get to our end. We have to understand where we've come from and now where we are today, where we are today in Jesus Christ. Lord God, help us to understand the beginning of the scripture, what we read in Genesis. Help, give us revelation knowledge of what happened here in Genesis chapter 3. Help us to read over it and give. Let, may we stir up the Holy Spirit in us to be able to comprehend all that you have done for us and now all that we hold in us to to appropriate everything that you have for us. Everything. To not walk in lack, but to walk in the fullness of God. And in that fullness, all the things will be added to us. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I love you, and Jesus loves you so much more. I'll talk with you tomorrow.